You ready to just get this shit going? Yes. It's now or never, Dave. All right. Yeah, because I'm... It's kidding. now or never. I don't like swimming in the ocean. Nothing you could say could make nature jump up. I don't want to swim in a place where trillions of animals have shat, pissed, and died. F*** you, sharks. F*** you, tortoises. F*** everything that makes me think of Floridans. That is the worst state. Can I get a hell yeah? Let's just saw it off and drop a big... Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Mugs. What, what song was that? I don't know. It's was found on TikTok. It's <laughs> just some girl. Is it, it's an original. Is she? She sounds hot. Is she hot? It's cute. Yeah, cute. Uh, Does it matter, have, Mugs, if she's cute or not? It's a funny song. Absolutely. She was showing her talent with using her brain, sir. I have one. I have one gripe. Ooh. It's not. That? It's not Floridians. It's Floridians. So yeah, I don't think it rhymes though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe she had to adjust it to make it rhyme, but yeah, that, that's the only, that's my only uh, negative mark on that song. Do you swim in the ocean? Absolutely, dude. In the Pacific Ocean all the time. Go in the really? Atlantic Ocean when I can, when I'm on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, because you, do you still boogie board? Not boogie board, body board. Body board, yeah. I do. Or body uh, surf, I, I guess. Do, it's called body surf because there's no body, body board, right? I'm a terrible surf, like getting up on a surfboard, I've actually never done. Uh, but I'm a great, uh, as they say, waterman uh, on a bodyboard and body surfing. I, uh, I handle, I handle myself well in the ocean. When was the last um, time you were in the ocean? It was actually, Dave, when it was like the middle of the first year of the pandemic of 2020. Like when I was going nuts, I actually I hadn't been in the ocean for like years. I used to go in high school all the time in my early 20s as well, and I was like, you know, what? I want to get back to it. And I got back to it in the middle of the pandemic, and then they shut down the beaches. Because they shut down the beaches, like, at the beginning of the pandemic. And then yeah. like, right when they opened them up, that's when I went. That's when I started going again. And it was great. It was awesome. I got and caught did- in a riptide once, though, and it, er, when I Ooh. went back. And I, yeah, that was not that was not cool. And then that week I got caught in a riptide, um, like, a famous WWE wrestler got, like, was, like, drowned. Oh, no in that way. Didn't yeah, he save his same son? Spot. Right. Remember, he was trying to save his son, and he saved his son. Yeah. And then the lifeguard's like, we're going to go save him. And then they, they just, he was probably pulled under and just gulped a bunch of water, and he was gone. He was gone, you know? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Um, and you said yeah, you got and, caught in a riptide? Yeah, I got caught in a riptide, and um, I was... I had fins on. So if you have fins, um, well, if you have nothing, right, and you're caught in a riptide, it is yeah. tough. You you kind of just want to um, kind of want to just like stay still almost. It sounds crazy. But the more and more you fight, the more and more you try to swim, even sideways if it's a really strong one. And this one it was by the, the Venice Pier. So it's like anything, anytime they say rip, t- rip currents are the strongest by like piers. And like anything that like could cause a riptide, I guess. But yeah, if you have no fins on, you're you're the you have the worst chances. I had fins on, and I was still trying to swim. They say you're supposed to swim uh, parallel with the shore to go through to get out of a riptide, and I was doing it. But I was like, it was tough, and I was starting to run out of breath. Right, like, Jeez. and then and then pan like panic started to hit in, and then waves started to crash over my head. So all that going on at once, you start panicking and like. I wouldn't say my la- my life was flashing before my eyes, but I was starting to think about like my daughter and oh, like, like 
Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was like up oh, in is the this it? in like, the what like the minute that it's happening or the twenty seconds yeah, or it was it was almost like 30, 30 seconds, which feels like the thirty seconds that I start running out of breath, like because I'm just winded and yeah. trying to swim out of this. That's when I'm like, up oh, is this it? Like, because I'm I'm gonna exhaust myself. So luckily, I just kind of I kind of just stopped for a minute and just relaxed, and that kind of helped me get out of it. And uh, if you if you're on a bodyboard with fins, that's that's your best option. Any kind of board, that's um, that's when like a lifeguard sometimes will swim out with a a surfboard because it's easier to get over the rip current to get to whatever they have to rescue. But that that was scary. Yeah, a um, rip but normally, tide. But a rip yeah. tide, I, like that's not the one that swirls, right? That's the one where the wave is coming in and going out at the same time. Or what's yeah? Well, it's, or, or it's, it's under as, it's underneath, right? Like there's an undercurrent. Yeah, there's yeah. an undercurrent, and it's swirling, and it's going in and out. It's 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 pulling you in, and it's like it's pushing you out. It actually pushes you out first. That's it's if if you look on a diagram, all the water it's going in a circular motion, and it's being it's coming in and then pushing out. So it's like going out to sea almost, right? You see, man. And uh, you see the the, the ocean's just trying to kill you. That's all. That's yeah, why ocean you is can't not, go swimming in there, dude. The ocean, the ocean, the, the ocean is not to be uh, <laughs> underestimated at all. No, look, it's trying to kill you with the riptides. It's trying to kill you with the multiple waves come crashing in, right? When yeah. there's a high swell, like that's mm-hmm. one of the worst feelings ever. And that's why I don't go swimming in the ocean, is because I never want to feel that that feeling again, where I'm out of breath and I come back up and yeah. another wave is crashing on you. Yeah, no, that's, thank that's you. That's bad. No, yeah, that's a and bad then time. you got then you got stingrays on the shore. You got rockfish. Yeah. You got eels. You got sharks. Well, here, they're all well, everything's trying to kill you in the ocean, and it's much. It, they're faster than you in the ocean. They swim better than you. I Ugh. know, and it's it's funny because like wh- whenever I go in the ocean, I try not to think of the all the creatures inside. You just yeah. kind of block it out of your head, right? Because if you're if you're gonna think about everything that lives in the ocean, you're probably not gonna want to jump in. So. <laughs> but one time, and I don't like, you know, so you'll see dolphins off, you know, the coast of Santa Monica, Venice, Malibu, oh, dolphins are cool, you know, all the, all the way down, and that's that's cool. Um, and you see, I mean, fish sometimes, like you'll be like, if the water's clear enough, you can see fish swimming around. But, but one time, um, this was during when I went back during the pandemic, uh, off of Venice, I was walking into the ocean, and there were stingrays everywhere. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I don't normally, I don't normally like get kind of freaked out and wigged out, but I, I immediately saw one like by my foot, and I like, I, you know, like the cartoons where like they're like running on the water. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. That's now, what I did, and because you're supposed to when there's stingrays, and sometimes you know because they burrow themselves underneath the sand a lot. Yeah, of times. you guys do were the stingray shuffle. The stingray shuffle because you don't want to if you you, you don't want to like knee high it and step down because if you step down that stingray barb oh have you seen one of those Uh, not in real life but I've seen like pictures of them dude it's pretty much made to like once it goes in you, you like it has serrated edges that are like pointing outward so once it goes in it goes in. It hurts when it goes in, but if you pull that thing out, Ugh. it's gonna like, it's gonna cut you up more because of how the the serrations are. Dude, looks like they, it, 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 it. It's gnarly, dude. It's they gnarly. They killed Steve Irwin. Like, yeah, yeah. take them serious. But yeah, man. well, he went out like a gangster. He he took one in the heart. But uh, but yeah, 
I uh, that that was the only time I actually got creeped out when I saw something like a stingray, and there was like five of them. They're all like a fan. They're all kind of just swimming right where you walk in the water, like in not even maybe like three inches, four or five inches of water. It's crazy. Now, do you think like when you were because Venice Beach, that doesn't seem like a big hotbed for for stingrays. Do you think since it was the pandemic and there were less people in the ocean, they felt comfortable to get closer and closer? So that, they yeah, like, they, it could have been it. I mean, you know, I think uh, I think they felt comfortable to come up to the shore because there was no one walking on it, right? So yeah, it could have been um, environment stimulus related, maybe. Oh. Like I've said, dude. Um, but I do, I do know all the stingrays in Venice were like really high, like they, they like <laughs> smoke. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Janky town. Janky. Hit the ground. Janky. We can get the janky popping. That's a sound. Janky. We make your frown. Janky. Go upside down. Janky. It's getting janky. We the greatest pound for pound. What up, mugs? What up, Dave? What up, bro? What up, James? What up, mugs? What up, Dave? What up, bro? What up, James? It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! How appropriate is that since 50 Cent played the halftime show, Dave? Oh. How's about that? Yeah. Yeah. Right? He did that. We'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, how was your week, brah? Are you not going to introduce the episode? Or you know? Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> you know, I'm not used to this yet, Dave. Uh, you know, we've only been doing this for, what, five weeks now without Omar? Yeah. Um. <laughs> So let's yeah let's let's introduce the show, okay? It's Janky Town. You're listening to the Janky Town podcast now. The name says it all, as you can tell by the way it's going right now. That's why we named it Janky Town, and we like to interact with our janksters, as we call them. We like we try. to. We try. We like to have them participate. Um, and there's many ways to get a hold of us. You can call the Jank Line. Good old fashioned telephone voice message system at 855 Janky69. And you can reach us on socials, Twitter and Instagram at JankyTown69. This is a free podcast normally, but if you are so inclined, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash JankyTown, with tiers starting as low as $2 for yeah, entry level tiers. That's, that's just for supporting us, man. Thank you. We appreciate each and every single Patreon who, uh, Patreon, I can, we can never get it right. Who, it's Patreon, I think. Pa yeah. It is a Patreon, but I, I can't say okay. that word. But uh, we, okay. so we thank everyone who supports us, and even the people who listen for free. We thank you, too, because if you weren't listening, why would we be doing this? Yeah, this is something just for you to kill time. You know, as many podcasts are, we like to try to have fun. Sometimes, if I'm not depressed, I'll have fun. <laughs> uh, so, Dave. Now that yes, I got sir. that out of the way, yes, how sir. was your week? Week was good, Muggs. Uh, you know what's going on right now that got lost with all the sports that are happening in the world? The Olympics. Wait, the Olympics happening? are happening right now. The Winter Hold on, can Olympics. I do my intro? Can I do my intro? To the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> 
pam 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 you are watching the 44,000 Winter Olympics live from Beijing. Only on NBC. You know, it's funny, Dave, that you say that. There's just so much going on in the world, right? That you you don't even care about the Olympics. But I figured I out a way to watch the Olympics, and I think it's the best way. And, like, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on the Internet. And anytime I see the the Olympics, I just ignore it because it's rarely, like, like people are spoiling the the results and stuff. I just ignore it. Don't, don't forget about it. But what I did was I recorded everything. Everything that interests me on mm-hmm. my DVR. Okay. And now I'm going back and watching it. So I'm about four days behind. And like I was bummed just because today I saw Sean White didn't didn't win the gold. But, oh, really? The flying tomato didn't fly? He was flying, man. But there's these Japanese kids who were freaking amazing. They just yeah. like and, – and it, it's funny because like they're like, Sean White, it's his like sixth Olympic or whatever. He's 35 years old. Does that seem old? Oh, man. He's he's an old man. The next kid <laughs> the next kid after him, 19. The kid after oh, yeah, him, yeah. 21. The the kid yeah, after yeah. him, 23. And you're like, dude, he That's you know, when he started. Exactly. And the flying tomato, even though he didn't win the gold or a medal at all, it was so awesome to see him out there with these kids competing. He was fourth, yeah. dude. Fourth. And it, it was pretty awesome because you know that all these kids who are kicking his ass now are in snowboarding because of Sean White. They saw him. Were they giving him daps? Oh yeah, everybody loves Sean White, man. Yeah, like he's everyone's like an idol in that sport. Yeah, he's he's an idol. He is like playing with Michael Jordan or playing with LeBron. You know, it's, it's he is the man of snowboarding, and all these kids were probably there because of him. And it was so cool. And and the fact that these the guys who meddled, their moves were so spectacular and so amazing. They get so high, like almost 40 feet in the air, dude, from the bottom of the pipe to the top of where how high they were going. 40 feet. Wow. But to me, that wasn't even the best Olympic sport yet. I, Please don't say of, figure skating. No, no, no. No, no figure okay. skating. Have you seen snowboard cross? I saw ski cross. It's where they like go over like these like bumps and humps and jumps. Yeah, and they're racing down yeah. down the, the the slope, right? Yes, yes. That was so exciting, dude. I was watching every single heat, getting involved in every single one because the way they pass each other, it is so fascinating and and it looks like so much fun. And that's like this is an event that I was like I could watch this every weekend. This needs to be in the X Games. This needs to be. Like a, a league, just go across the world, and I'll watch it because it was so much fun. And, and yeah, I was uh, watching. I was watching that ski cross, and yeah. I, I got to assume it's it's similar to snowboard. It's just on skis. But yeah. it, it reminded me of. Have you ever seen the Red Bull downhill ice like hockey skate race? Oh like, my god! Yes, that's nuts. It's called snow cross, right? Snow cross. Or- ice cross or something that should be an olympic board too hell yeah dude that's even crazier because they're like yeah. bumping each other right it's like yeah it's, it's like, like derby. it's like it's yeah, like it's like, like, hockey, like a uh, yeah roller derby on ice skates going down a hill on hockey skates it's great but but that's but it, that's on ice this is on, yeah. like snow it's insane. right insane yeah but that that would 
But the way I'm watching it is the way to go because you're just fast-forwarding through all the BS. I don't need to see the stories. I don't care. I just want to see the, the actual race, the actual winners. Don't need to see the, the ceremonies. I saw Chloe Kim's runs. Uh, uh, Lindsay Jacob Alice, who won the, the gold medal for Team USA in the Snowcross. Amazing. Fantastic. Everyone should watch it like me, even though I'm three days behind. How many more weeks of it as we record this? One more week? I think it should be over by the time this episode gets released. So Wow, I, I really watched none of it. I mean, I saw <laughs> bits and pieces. Actually, you know what? I take, I take that back. On I, I was watching figure skating last night as I was falling asleep. And uh, a, uh, I think she was from Japan, and she was dancing to the Lion King soundtrack, and it was very soothing. <laughs> Did it just put you to sleep? Yeah, I went, to, I went right to bed. Oh, but before, before it was like it was uh it was like I, the main theme or whatever it wasn't the circle of life it was a different one but before i fell asleep she was pretty good i, I don't know who won but it does take talent to figure skate yeah. but uh well oh well I, i'll catch i'll catch the next winter olympics in four years i guess but yeah but mugs you yes my friend had mm -hmm. the, had one of the best weeks ever right oh yeah i mean well, okay. Well, it started with the Super Bowl on Sunday, um, and you know I'm a Rams fan, and I, I, I said it on the uh, cup of chat of tea and a, with a girl and a guy. Everybody wants to know, and um, overall, I did very well on the betting. Uh, by very well, I pretty much broke even. Now people were saying, "Oh, Muggs, you took the um, the Rams minus four, and uh, you got minus better, four? Yeah, if you're a better like I am, you would know that the Rams won by three, and I would have lost. Yes, right. So you well, lost that, that. You lost that thousand dollar bet. Well, here's the thing. That no, no, that one bet you lost a thousand dollars. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Okay. At the last possible minute that I could have make that I made the bet, like probably about ten minutes before the Super Bowl started, before kickoff. I decided not to put the entire $1,000 on one single bet. I just, I decided to split it up. Oh, okay. So I put $200 on Rams minus four. Minus four. Rams minus four. I lost that. Then I put $200 on Rams minus four to the over. So it was a parlay. I put $200 on that to win 400 Lost that because the <laughs> over didn't hit. <laughs> and it was the same bet of the minus four. So far, pretty I, bad, dude. So far, so, pretty bad. So, so now I'm down 400, right? But here's where I was smart about it. So instead of putting in the $1,000 on one single bet, I took the rest. So I have $600 left. That's $400 already bet. $600. I put $100 on Matthew Stafford, five rushing yards total. He got like seven or eight in the first quarter. <laughs> I hit that. Boom. Done. $100. To win 100 on Cooper Cup first half touchdown. He got that. Boom. Boom. Money back. $100 on the Rams to go up in the half. So they would go to lock, they would go to halftime up in the score. Boom. Mm -hmm. Got that. Boom. More money. And then the two final bets, which pretty much had me break even because I, I forgot to mention going into the Super Bowl, I owed my bookie three hundred dollars so i'm already oh down 300 going God. in so the thing that kind of brought me to even is in the in the second half i bet a hundred dollars aaron donald over half a sack he had two boom Ooh. got that 
And Von Miller over half Miller. a sack. $100. Boom. Got that. So, overall, at the end of the day, I broke even after the Super Bowl. And breaking even in sports gambling is a win. What is so. it? You live to bet another day? You live to lose another day. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh. yes, yes. So, and you know what? Had I had I bet that $1,000 on that one minus four, Rams minus four line. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been it would have been tough losing that grand, but at the end of the day, I didn't spend four grand on a Super Bowl ticket, and my team won, so I wouldn't have been yeah. that upset. Now, I wouldn't have been that upset. Gambling aside, and the Rams winning aside, what did you think of the Super Bowl? What did you think of the game itself? I thought it I was thought... pretty damn good game, and that's all I wanted. I wanted the Rams close to win, game, but it was yeah. a it was a nail biting game, and. And yeah, close game. There was like I don't know how many times where I was like, "Ooh, please don't be hurt, please don't be hurt." Like any player, yeah. like Joe Burrow's clutching his knee, and I'm like, "No, don't get hurt, don't get hurt." Odell, yeah, didn't Beckham. his knee get like? Be, be, it like, got bent. It's yeah, like backwards, like yeah, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. and Matthew Stafford's not ankle, but, like, but it got twisted or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Stafford's ankle. Uh, Odell Beckham with his his knee, he was out, but. But I, yeah. I thought it was a very good, exciting game. Uh, it sucks for Jalen Ramsey, who got burned quite a bit at times. At by Jamar time. Chase, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. by Jamar Chase. But the T. Higgins one where he grabbed his face mask and they didn't call him, you're like, they didn't what call was that? that? But that I'm glad crazy. it was a great game. What did you think of the halftime show? Great halftime show. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, the viral moment out of that was 50 Cent Upside Down. What? I made the joke right. I made the joke <laughs> at the party right there. I was sitting on the couch. I was like, "Whoa, Fifty Cent, looking more like a dollar now, huh?" <laughs> I just said Fifty Cent and been it. eating the the Super Bowl snacks. He's taking Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday too, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Fifty Cent yeah. put on a little put on a little weight, but you know, and then that went viral. But the yeah, the the halftime show was great. Overall, the game was great, and I was nail biting in the third and fourth quarter because it, it was it it came down to the last play. It really did. Yeah, so. it really did. And there was all those penalties to give the Rams a chance, but it yeah. was you know they weren't it, and and the whole game was clean until yeah, they're holding t- they until were, the end. They were holding yeah. Cooper Cup. Yeah, they were those 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 holding penalties on Cooper Cup, and you said like it came down to a fourth down play, and Aaron Donald came in. First of all, he made two great plays. He pulled uh, oh my God. P. Ryan back to not get the first down. He like literally like Dude, grabbed his waist. like a little kid. He just grabbed yeah, him just by one him arm back. and pulled him back. Said, "Nope, you're not yep. gonna. Grabbed you're not gonna get waist. that yard." Yeah, grabbed him by his waist and just yeah. pulled him backwards. And then and then that final play where he just came around and just jumped on Joe Burrow, and oh, that was it. And, yeah, and cemented it. But the, but but to top it off, three days after that. I got to attend, Dave, the Rams victory parade. Sorry if I'm slurring my words. I'm still recovering. (laughs) I got to attend the Rams victory parade. That looked like so much fun. It was great. It was a great day outside of the L.A. Coliseum. And, you know, everybody, you know, was saying, there's no Rams fans in L.A. And look. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I I don't get that. I I didn't get why people were slamming. Because the, the they're size, haters. The, the size of the parade. There's not because that many they're people upset there. That their team didn't win, dude. Yeah, their team. But but even even like radio talk show hosts in Los Angeles were mocking the Rams. Like you can't draw fans. Or I was like, 
what do you want? Like people I know who are actually legit Ram fans, they have to work. So they're not going to yeah. go at 11 a.m. Yeah. 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 To go stand in line and, and watch the Rams come by. And I know in, in other cities, hundreds of thousands of people come out and, and, and support them. But yeah, because they're from that city here in L.A., they're from everywhere else right exactly and not everybody well, the, are rams fans so and it's right. okay i mean it's the okay. result of the result of the rams leaving in 1994 and being gone for uh 23 years i mean people found other football teams yeah i never i never did i i i just said kind of like okay the rams and the raiders left you know i don't have a football team anymore i'll watch football but i'm not really gonna choose a team yeah which kind of sucked because I wanted to have a team, and I like, I like LA teams. I'm born and raised in, you know, San Fernando Valley, subsection of Los Angeles County, LA City, whatever you want to call it. And I, I love the Dodgers, the Kings, the Lakers, and I always wanted an LA football team. And when I said whatever team comes to LA or comes back to LA, if it ever happens, that's the team I'm going to root for. And it was the Rams a year before the Chargers. So you know, I, I think. Seeing the turnout there, there was a lot of hardcore Rams fans that all had the same sentiments that I did. Yeah, and you know, it's it was a good time. I mean, seeing all those guys up close, like I was able to do. Yeah, was how, did amazing. You, how did you get so close to the players? Well, you know, Sean McVay lives in my house, so he he hooked, <laughs> he, he gave you some passes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Sean. Appreciate it, bud. Nice. No, um, but Bugs, who who were you around? Because I saw you around a shirtless Aaron Donald. Is yeah, that right? Dude, I was lit. Oh yeah, I was literally like maybe like two yards, three yards away from Aaron Donald. Um, by the way, dude, holy moly, buff dude, you guy is so dude. jacked. Well, it's crazy because like he's six two. I- I'm six two. He's six two. But like. You're a different. The six difference two. between, yeah, I'm a different six two. He's like, he's like a tree trunk six two. I'm, I'm, I'm a fence post six two. You know, so it's crazy to see him up in person. And then, I mean, I saw everybody else. Uh, I got to meet Daryl Henderson Jr. Nice. Number twenty seven made big plays. I got to, it's so vindicating being able to tell the guy like. I told him, like, man, I am so glad you suited up because he made like two good plays, like like twenty yard catches for for a running back. Yeah. Oh satellite, yeah. Those wheel routes. Satellite receiver, baby. Yeah. The wheel routes, you know. So, and there was free food in the section I was in, and free special edition, limited edition Bud Light Rams Super Bowl Championship aluminum cans. Oh, nice. Did you save some? Hell yeah, I saved some. I didn't. I saved one, and I didn't even open it. I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna keep this beer forever. Nice. I'm not gonna drink. Maybe maybe like you know on my deathbed, you know I'll drink it. Yeah. But but uh, no, it was it was great, dude. It was it was quite amazing to see. What the funny thing was, Dave, is the the where we, we where where I was standing, pretty much in front of the stage. They had like bike racks to where all the buses pulled up right in front of the you know the Coliseum, the 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 arch, you know yeah. the, the torch, and. I had no idea until I was we had left and we're getting in my our cars and leaving in the parking lot, but uh, like a couple of Bud Light representatives uh, were like at were over there and we're all kind of talking like oh, yeah, that was pretty cool that was pretty cool he's like yeah look look what I got this guy shows me a picture of him the other guy from Bud Light and Sean McVay in the middle I'm like whoa how did you guys get so like close because like I didn't go on the other side of the bike rack he's like oh yeah you could have just totally walked around to the bike rack no one was checking. 
I was like, what? So I could have literally, dude, if I wanted to, Dave, and, and maybe, maybe not, but I, I totally probably could have walked up on their stage while they were like, while they were all up there. That's, that's how crazy, crazy. would have that? That yeah. would have been, that would have been amazing. Uh, actually, Jenks the Jody must have been watching the, the, the stream. And yeah. she sent us a picture of you in the crowd. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I got a couple pictures. Uh, uh, you know, from uh, f I guess I was on Fox Eleven. I was on KTLA Five, uh, which was pretty cool. But like, I didn't, I didn't realize. Like, I, I could have walked right behind, and I probably could have gotten it, like a selfie with Aaron Donald if I really wanted to, because like, he was walking by at the time, and I didn't find that out. The only reason I took a picture with Daryl Henderson is because like he was just kind of hanging out right there yeah. on the bike rack, and I just went, "Hey, man." Uh, could I could I take a picture with you? He's like, yeah, for sure. And then he signed my <laughs> he signed my pass. But like, I wanted a picture with Sean, dude, because he every time he's at my house, he he's camera shy, and I wanted to get him here at the celebration. It would have been great. It would have been fantastic. So I was kind of bummed about that, but I couldn't be too upset because all in all, it was a great day, and my football team, the L.A. Rams, take home the 2021 Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy. Well, congratulations, Rams. But uh, Muggs, why did you push that girl off the stage? Why? It wasn't me. <laughs> At time. Can I get a round of applause, everyone? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their Ultra Premier Collection. And believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about Ooh. a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist, now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code JANKY20. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra premium collection. This package includes Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky-ass armpits. This deodorant dries clear and is aluminum-free and smells like their signature scent. They also got their new product, their Hydrating Body Moisturizer. If you have tattoos or issues with dry skin, it's designed to keep the skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. And don't forget their body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. With the little hair that I have on my head, I use their two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean my scalp with an easy one step. Plus, a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products and a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score! All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. I'd recommend using these products in this order. You hop in the shower, you scrub a dub-dub, get all up in their body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Then you lather up your hair with the 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner to keep your noggin togging. You dry off and spray on the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate the dry skin. Yeah, reinvigorate. Then you put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons. And then you pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out here kissing chapped up lips. 
getting dressed after is optional, wear one great scent all day long. Get the Ultra Premium Collection hot off the shelves. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JANKY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code JANKY20 at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Well, Dave, we had our first Janky Town board meeting in a while yeah. uh, last week. And it was a great time. Thank you to all the Jenkses who showed up. You know who you are. Uh, very fun having you. I, I had Evie constantly cutting in and out, so apologies for that. <laughs> but she, you know, she was part of the board meeting. She had to, she had to oversee it. She had things to say about you, man. She had things to she say did. about you. Yeah, she did. Uh, Dave, you had a crazy story that you told during this this board meeting that was kind of disturbing, and I don't Ugh. think. Uh, you've ever really told it before on any sort of airwave or recording and it was shocking to many of us you know we were just all having a good time talking about valentine's day and, and talking about stories of dating and having fun on the board meeting i had to ruin it with this story i was driving from indio and it reminded me of a time where i was driving home from coachella late at night and i ran over something and I kind of freaked out because I didn't realize what it was. But then I was like, mm, okay. And then I got the confirmation of what it was later that day. And it happened to be a person's torso. No. Yeah. Okay. And so I kind of freaked out a little bit. But then I read the story about how this <laughs> yeah, but you mute, mute. Good morning. I, I read so a story. The I read, story. I read the story and saw the report of a man who who committed suicide by jumping in front of a, a big rig on the 60. And I literally ran over the remains of him. But then, like, once I read that story, it literally just went away. The, like, the guilt and feelings of worry went away and it even became funny when i was in the k-rock parking lot using the using the the hose to wash the remains off my mud flat okay. these are some hey, extra what? details that you didn't hey. include yeah i told you Rachel. i told you this well no but you so, told me okay so Go my ahead. My question to you. Dark shit, Gabor said. Gabor said, are you sure he didn't jump in front of your car, Dave? Are we no, sure? no, no. He, he, he was dissolved. and He was dead already. He, yeah, and I saw and I saw the, the big rig and the Mustang pull over to the, pulled over to the side because they're the ones who hit him. And this hit sounds him. like an unsolved mysteries. Oh, no, it was solved. They, they solved it. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm and, kidding. But it, like, it made me upset that this guy jumped and ruined this truck driver is probably his life right like he's probably Tra yeah trauma traumatized trauma, major yeah. major Wait, but get get to so your the, question so my question is is there something wrong with me that i don't have any guilt or remorse or like even like it's not even a thing anymore it's kind of funny to me now like mm, okay that happened well, Dave, that was disturbing, and that leads me to my next question that I have to ask you. Did you get your driver's license in Massachusetts? <laughs> no, why? Well, uh, since you ran over a carcass, um, and <laughs> it was... <laughs> Jesus. 
Come on. Since you ran over a carcass, Dave, and you shouldn't be on the road, um, I believe that you did get your, your license at the Massachusetts Registry of Motor Vehicles because it was just found that four employees were giving nearly 2,100 drivers licenses without taking road tests. What? They were fired for it. Yeah, they were fired for giving out 2,100 licenses for people who didn't even actually take a driving test. Wait, so they just went, hey, I'm here for my test. And they go, okay, here you go. Here's your driver's license. Have fun. Yeah, the, situ yeah, the situation is currently under investigation. Uh, officials at the Massachusetts Registry of Motor Vehicles. They call it the RMV over in Massachusetts. Oh, California, so we call it the DMV. DMV, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are investigating and after discovering suspicious activity regarding the issuance of road tests in 2020, uh, they have determined that 2,100 drivers, like I said, were granted licenses without actually getting behind the wheel. And uh, that's probably not good. That is a lot of drivers out there who didn't pass the test. Mugs. Uh, they didn't what even happened? take the test. Yeah, I know. So that means they didn't pass it. Like, what if they're all crappy drivers just out there in the streets of Massachusetts? Like, doesn't Boston have enough shitty drivers? Like, what's going on? And how are they gonna how are they gonna park their car in the Harvard Yard? <laughs> exactly. But what what happened to these drivers? Like, what did they did they just like, hey, good good on you. You you have a license. You're good to go. So they said for the people that were just issued that they're going to have to take road tests again and they won't be charged i guess you have to pay oh, good <laughs> yeah they they'll, they'll, they'll be giving it for free uh and if they fail they'll be reissued a learner's permit permit and be offered a massachusetts id free of charge so for all of those oh, who were wow. given the original driver's license without taking the test they're gonna get another chance free of charge so there you go uh, Massachusetts. I hope those four workers who were fired didn't get uh, jobs in gun stores over there, which I think they're they're pretty tight on that over there. So I don't think uh, they'll be issuing anybody guns. Right. But think about how much like everyone for that moment of time, people were like, dude, the RMV's so dope. You just go in and you get your license. No one cares. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> so all you bad drivers out there, head on over to Massachusetts. Get your license. Muggs, what do you think about Elon Musk? Well, uh, I like his penis-shaped rocket ships. Those are pretty cool. Uh -huh. Wait, no, he doesn't have the penis one. No, well, that, was, uh, that was Be Bezos. Bezos. Yeah. See, I get all these billionaires confused all the time. Yeah, but are, are, you, uh, are you a Tesla fan? Um, I don't drive one. Uh, I see many on the road. They're cool looking. I don't know about the price of them. They're a little bit a little pricey. Uh, but, uh, you know, if someone were to give me one, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, well, right now, Tesla is recalling over 500,000 cars in the United States due to its boombox feature. It was a 2020 boombox. update that allows drivers to play sounds such as a bleeding goat or a fart noise outside the vehicle. The boombox so has a speaker <laughs> outside the vehicle? Yeah, so you're walking by and it's all... <laughs> or Why would they get rid of that? That's great. Exactly. So let's see. The boombox feature allowed drivers to play preset or custom sounds from an external speaker while the vehicle is moving. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said the boombox feature may hinder pedestrians' ability to hear a mandatory warning sound, increasing the risk of a crash. What's more jarring 
than a fucking fart sound from a car. I don't like know. You're, you're walking across the street and then you, you you don't see the Tesla coming and then. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Listen, I know a lot of people hate Elon Musk, but especially on Twitter. But on Twitter, he might be right, and I agree with him on this. He blamed the recall on the fun police. Like, come on. Yeah, this is Tesla's fourth recall in two weeks. This time for 578607 vehicles. The EV maker is set to release a firmware that would disable the feature in drive, neutral, and reverse modes. Wait, so it's not completely going away. If you have a Tesla... Please, someone record this because I want to see it in action. Record it, post it, tag us, or just send it to us. I want to see a fart mode in action with you're parked and someone's walking by and you go, come on. Oh, Tesla's here. Hey, Mugs. Yeah. So apparently when you were pouring out your heart and Mm -hmm. talking about what you have been going through and and with your depression and and what how you grew up as a child and all the medication you got yes you personally who went through it and was describing everything that you gone through apparently all that was fucking wrong everything you were saying was wrong uh we got a lot of things wrong about ADHD and wait are you meaning to tell me that i when it comes to speaking in medical terms, get it wrong? <laughs> Just a little bit. But darn it, the Jenks is out there. They're here for us, you know, and we don't want to give out misinformation. We 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 want to we want to be truthful. We want the truth out there. We want I mean, I correct facts, right? Cuz that's who we I are. I guess you're right. We're yeah. all about the facts, and our Jenkses are stepping up. And now joining us is an actual doctor, not like a real medical one, but like the one that says doctor on paper. So she wow. kind of got her doctorate and she kind of knows about this stuff. Yeah, that's uh, gotta be so, <laughs> a lot of doctors listen to our show, Dave. That's crazy. Believe it or not, they do. And it's it's so weird because we get things wrong a lot and they correct us. So this is great that we're going to have Dr. Rachel Lipnicki on. Yay! Hey. I, think I think it's Liptac, yes. but, uh, you know, whatever. you can call her Lipnicki. Yeah, listen, yeah, the Jenksers know her as Lipnicki, so let's leave it at Lipnicki. What's up, Rachel? Rachel? Well, tell me how, where I was wrong. Do, wait, wait, wait hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before that, <laughs> Rachel... Yeah. What kind of doctor are you again? Because I we keep forgetting. That's not important. That's not important. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Yeah, we can skip that part. It's fine. Uh, no, no, no I'm a psychologist. Okay. I'm a psychologist. I'm a licensed psychologist. Um, and pretty much like everything that I'm doing at my work every day is ADHD related. That's what, oh, that's all, so you'll all know a little do. bit about this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did I get wrong? Um, I appreciate the talk about mental health. That was great. Mm. But I was... Yeah, I made a list of things that I wanted to address. <laughs> oh, now, a, a list. list so, so <laughs> I mean, listen, this podcast is only so long. We only have so much time. Is this going to take up the whole time? I will try to not let that happen. All okay. Right. You know, All right. What's, what's the first thing that we got wrong? Okay. So the first thing I want to say is that it is not crazy for, like, a child to be treated with medication dave you were like 
freaking out about this about i was blown away by it yeah yeah right he's a fourth grader getting all these meds pumped into him i know that doesn't seem normal anally it sh- it sh- oh well that's <laughs> that wasn't okay no, i'm sorry <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that part but no, 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 this happen. is that didn't happen <laughs> okay Woo-hoo. Woo. okay this is a diagnosis that the symptoms start in childhood so it's like it's it hopefully is recognized in childhood because if it's not um there's a lot of like really fucked up stuff that can happen with people that have ADHD in adulthood, they're, like, at pretty much higher risk for everything, it feels like. Um, like, adults with ADHD, especially untreated ADHD, are at a higher risk for, like, depression, anxiety, other psychiatric stuff. So, like, um, mugs. Suicide. Not that part, but... <laughs> Not that part. Um, like, legal problems, substance abuse, they pretty like much mugs. are at a higher risk of, like, almost everything. Yeah. Yeah, So. Yeah. Early intervention is recommended because hopefully you want to catch it early and prevent those things from happening in adulthood. Now, Dr. Rachel Liptak, uh, so what do you feel about giving kids that young essentially controlled doses of speed? Yes, this is another point I wanted to make. So the, I guess like technically you could call it speed that but that would kind of be like calling all opioids heroin heroin yeah. i mean are they okay. not like, they they do the same effect I mean, right they're the same type of drug but they have therapeutic value like you can okay. treat pain with opioids and of course there's potential for ne- like negative side effects addiction all that stuff but um the medications like for ADHD um, in childhood, they the research supports that they're fairly safe and that there's minimal long-term negative effects. And like I was saying, they can actually prevent negative outcomes later on. I think really the only like long-term negative effect that's been consistently observed is like a little bit decline in growth, but it's like so minimal that it's not even... Like, That's why I have small nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah, now we know. All right, so yes, it's a, it's so it's common for kids to get ADHD meds, which blew my mind. But you know what? Now that you you mention it, it's kind of like someone gets sick with their lungs, they're gonna take all these special steroids and stuff for that disease, right? Like, yeah, because like similar. the way that the yeah the way that the medications work, just like with the ADHD brain, is they're basically helping the brain function normally like they're working to fill in the gaps because ADHD is a neurological disorder so the medication's helping to stimulate the brain to help it function normally and so it's like it would be equivalent in a way for somebody who has diabetes taking insulin that's helping their body function normally these stimulants for ADHD are doing a similar thing Hmm. (laughs) all right so what what else did we get wrong what what next? Uh, so Muggs had made a comment about like feeling like he maybe got kind of fucked up with like not taking it on the weekends, like mm-hmm. that that induced mm-hmm. like rage attacks or whatever. Yeah, that, that um, yeah so oh, two things I wanted to say about that. One, it's like totally normal to not take the medications on the weekends. It's actually recommended a lot of the times because they're pretty fast acting. They're like out of your system and like 
a day or so. And so a lot of kids really only need these medications on like the days that they need to focus. So a lot of times doctors will recommend that they like take a break during the weekend. Um, and like while there can be some rebound effects like that can cause some of the stuff that you were describing, that's not super common as far as I understand. But like a lot of the stuff that you were describing actually, I think it's important to mention, are actually like some symptoms that we see in ADHD. So like we see very commonly in ADHD problems with emotional regulation and like anger outbursts, tenter- temper tantrums. What the hell are you in, talking like, about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Road rage in adults. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, so like a lot that. of that stuff. Yeah, I know. You don't know anything about that at all. Um, so like a lot of that stuff that you were describing, like that it very well could possibly be because of the ADHD itself. So hmm. I just wanted to make that point. Wow. But why so not- is that, is that all we got wrong? I'm sorry, Dave, go ahead. No, let's say, cause that's crazy that it's not on the weekends because don't the parents deserve some peace and, and have their kids focusing on whatever it is. And if you take those meds on the weekend, like seven days a week, then the kid will maybe learn how to focus. Or no, is it just I focusing mean, on school and let's spare the teachers or like F the parents. Like you have to deal with it. It's your kid. You deal with it. Well, I would think that the medication is more to help like the child perform well in school rather than to like make the adults around them, you know, feel better. <laughs> but I don't know. I, Maybe I, not. I, I, don't, I don't get this. One, no, but go ahead. <laughs> you, you do you, doctor. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but some people do take it every day. Like, you can do that, too. That's fine. But it's not uncommon You think Sean McVay, for... the coach of the Rams, takes it every day? <laughs> what? Is, what? <laughs> I don't know. He sounds like he does. Hey, Does he Sean. He seems us? like. Hold on. Hey, oh, you know what? He's walking <laughs> in the door. Hey, Sean. What's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what's up? I, I, how can I help you? Do you take your ADH? What? Do you take your medications on the weekend? <laughs> well said. What well said, young man. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, that's how I got the uh, Rams to the Super Bowl, and we won it because of my wow. Ritalin and Adderall and everything above <laughs> all that. Oh, wow, you're a more than one? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mix them. I, I mainline them <laughs> in my anus. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Okay. All right, Sean. Well, congrats, man, and keep up the good work there. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> hey, Sean wow, McVay takes crazy. Wow. You should like, do. Wow. How is he like like just hanging out in my closet? That's weird. Mama Mugs. <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> All right, Rachel, what else did we get wrong? I, the only other thing I have written down is that I just wrote, pretty sure his medication use in fourth grade didn't cause his depression, LOL. <laughs> wow. Okay, you know, so it like, didn't. It did not. That's a fact. Okay, it did not. so, I mean, it's not necessarily a fact. It's. I mean, I guess anything is possible, but... Like, these medications, as far as the research suggests anyway, they don't have a lot of long-term side effects. And like I said, you know, people with ADHD in general are at a higher risk for depression, anxiety, all those other things. So it's very, it seems to me at least more likely that that is something that just sort of developed by itself rather than Hmm. being caused by the the medication. Interesting. I don't know well, your whole life story, so yeah. Hey, Maybe. you don't you don't want to know it. Uh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> yeah, Rachel. Uh, this is this may be a dumb question, and Mugs, you may know the answer to this too. But 
once you're a kid like Muggs is diagnosed with ADHD and you start mm-hmm. taking the meds, is this something that you're stuck with for life or is this something that's curable and you could get out of it? It is considered a chronic disorder. So it's because it's a neurological or a neurodevelopmental disorder. It's something that you have throughout your life. Um, so it's not like something that you can just like take medication and cure it and make it go away. Um, but you can certainly attention like, deficit with... forever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. So um, but that, you Rachel? can certainly Dave did. What was that? <laughs> did you get that? Because no, Dave did. No, a bloody, it right it's a bloody head, blood out so reference. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. I don't. E- I don't even know. Okay. You got a fly <laughs> on your head, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, trying to answer your question, but I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I dropped a ball. No, don't apologize. Uh, You're you're doing a fantastic job. And uh, thank you for correcting all my incorrections. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Can I actually give one uh, caveat that I feel like I probably should have said in the beginning that I'm realizing now it doesn't make sense for me to say now with everything I just said? Sure, sure. I love caviar. Go ahead. (laughs) I love caviar. I put it on a little toast. uh, You know, I put it on bagels it's yummy so thanks for extending my joke dave appreciate it oh did you say that (laughs) yeah dude i said i love caviar go ahead and then you're like ah i love caviar i put it on my toast my bagels and just so just so uh, i think we oh yeah (laughs) never mind i was gonna say this is this is what happens when we have delays and we're not recording in the same room but go ahead yeah, I don't think I have anything to do with the delay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, delay. Rachel, go ahead. Go oh, ahead, Rachel. Ears. Okay. Go um, ahead. Yeah. I'm so because I'm a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't prescribe medication. Oh Jesus <laughs> so. Christ! Darn it! Then why are we even talking? What exactly? <laughs> Who's so, gonna be my plug now? So this would be so like any like specific questions about medication would be best directed towards the psychiatrist, but like. I work so much with ADHD that I just have like a basic general working knowledge of this stuff. Sure. So that's it. That's what I wanted to say. So the opinion oh. was the opinion of you yourself and not a real doctor. Um, a psychologist doctor. <laughs> like me. Rachel Liptak, not a real doctor. <laughs> yeah. Do you also want to hear, I also have a neurological explanation for why weed can help people with ADHD focus. Oh, yes, yeah, please. Yeah, oh, let's, yes. let's hear that. Um, so finally you're talking about something good. Yeah. So there's like a lot of mixed research about this, but, and and it's kind of weird because sometimes, um, people with ADHD, like they can feel like we can help them focus, but sometimes if they use it too much, it can help them not focus or like it can cause more distractibility. You might know what I'm talking about. So there's this, yes. So there's this, there's this like mechanism in the brain that helps regulate attention called the default mode network. And basically Mm -hmm. what it is, is um, when you're trying to focus on something, this like, this aspect of it is activated. And then when you need to shift your focus, it sort of like switches. It's like a parallel process that people without Mm. ADHD are, are able to kind of switch back and forth between this one aspect of the mode being activated, the other one being activated, switching back and forth when they need to regulate attention. But people with ADHD, what they think is happening is that both of those like aspects of that default mode network are activated all the time, which is what kind of causes the problems with not being able to shift attention. Um, but Wait, what were we talking marijuana. about? Marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> solid ADHD joke. Um, you got a fly on your head. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Rachel, as a doctor, is it cool to mock your ADHD patients? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, we make some good jokes about it, you know, in my testing appointments and in my groups, you know. We start right, our groups sure. late, like every day, because it's an ADHD group and no one's there on time. Sure, sure. But, um, but there, there's some research that suggests that marijuana actually might like lower or like inhibit one of those modes in that default mode mm. network, which helps people with ADHD then like regulate attention. But if it's like too inhibited, then they're not able to maintain attention appropriately still. So I don't even know mm. if that makes any sense because it's very like neuro, neuro-y, but, but yeah. There's a reason. I'll figure it out one day. I'll get it. Um, yeah, just, you know. <laughs> now, while we're making corrections, and thank you for yeah. coming on today, Rachel, to fix us, uh, I want to make a correction that I found out because I was talking about um, generalized anxiety anxiety disorder, which I oh, yeah. suffer from Are you talking about anxiety. how you called it acute stress disorder? Right, right. So yes. what I meant to say was generalized, and I called it acute, yes. so that's what I wanted to correct. Okay, oh, it's good. a cute one. I, that's funny. So I chose not to make that correction because it felt nitpicky to me. Because basically, no, nitpick away. Is like, no, she's lip nitpicky. Not <laughs> yeah. nitpicky. Wow, you guys are just okay. on right. one today. <laughs> Come on, that was good. That was good. Great. These are great jokes. A little bit out of control now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, acute stress disorder is like like PTSD before it becomes PTSD. So it's like mm. PTSD in the first like 30 days after a trauma. But okay. so I was like, so I, I feel that, like that's yeah. not what you have, but right. Yeah, Generalized anxiety just, disorder sounds right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's super yeah. common. Well, I, uh, I'm a mess. That's what's, that's what's going on here. No. So is there anything now that mugs can do to get, to uh rein it all in that so it it doesn't get he doesn't get his depressions or you know is, is i don't know what i'm asking because i'm tired but is what can mugs do right now i would say keep up with the therapy that i hope you are keeping up with mm -hmm. um there's like a bunch of i mean so luckily a lot of the same strategies and stuff for managing depression symptoms are the same for managing ADHD. Um, actually, like, what the research says is that the best approach for treating ADHD is a combination of, of medication and behavioral strategies. So mm -hmm. using, you know, that the medication to help the brain function in combination with, like, strategies to help with time management, organization, emotional regulation, stuff like that, and that stuff yeah. that, you know, your therapist can help you with. There's also a bunch of resources online. There's a really good website uh, called attitudemag.com, um, and they have, like, literally everything you could ever want, ever, about ADHD. So, huh. and it has a bunch of, like, strategies and tools and stuff on there, like, different things that people can do to help with whatever it is you're looking for. Does it have any centerfolds in it? You know, it's not that type of magazine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, Dr. maybe Rachel. some sexy ADHD. <laughs> yeah. 
Here's our Miss July. She suffers from <laughs> acute anxiety disorder. Wait, ADHD. do you think do you think their centerfold is like just one one page is like a hand, and then the next page is the elbow, and then the next page is the torso because you can't focus on one page, so they're just scanning through it. So it's just one long centerfold. <laughs> Maybe Dave. That'd be Maybe. great. You yeah. know, that'd be Make great. It. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Dr. Rachel, thanks for uh, joining us and trying to correct us and setting us straight with all the wrong things we said. Yeah. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Anytime. 855-Janky69. You know That's what that is? That's the jank line. Hells yeah. Jank line. This is the jank line. Call us if you have some janky news. Jank line. This is the jank line. Call us at this number. I'll tell you too. It's 855-526-5969. Nice. 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 Oh, if it doesn't end in 69, then get a divorce. Boop, boop. Boop, boop, indeed. I like that one. That was a good message. Yeah, no, that's the Jankline intro. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 855-Janky69, you call, you leave us a message. Talk about something that you heard on the show. Leave us a comment. We want to hear from you. So, Mugs, normally I would try to put them together and put them in order, but I don't have time for that. So I just picked them and let's hear what the Jankstas are calling about in a random let's. order. Gring, 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 gring. Guess what time it is. It's time for another crutch word. This is Jankst Adam from Long Beach. And uh, Muggs, find another adjective other than fantastic and put some money in the jar every time you say fantastic. All right. Have a fantastic day. Squish. That would be fantastic. Tally Man Todd, I'm calling to let you guys know your tally for this week and last week since Dave forgot to play the phone call because he admitted it to it in the board meeting. Anyways, episode 73, two weeks ago, Dave had 11 and Bugs had 20. And then last week when Dave said he didn't think you guys did a lot, I still caught Dave saying four and Mugs still had nine. So right now that brings the crutch jar up to $112 in a matter of five episodes or i should say four and a half because that first one i only did it for half gentlemen hope you guys have a great week and mugs i'm sorry your wallet's hurting right now but hey at least the rams won this is tally man todd out see ya mugs we tally are getting on we are getting better at this yes yes we are indeed and um you know shit I just did it. Wow. <laughs> and you're saying it more than I am now. I know. How's that I'm possible? getting better at this. You're yeah, not. Getting, you're rubbing off on me, Dave. That's what's happening. I'm rubbing off on you, too. But uh, you're going to have said. to. <laughs> you're going to have to pay uh, more I got than what, me. Uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to party. I'll get over it. We're going to party. Okay. Oh, hey, Dave. It's Kelly. Currently in Chico, California, visiting a friend. And guess what's right across the street from my hotel? Just a couple, just a little hop, skip, and a jump. Dutch Brothers, baby. And I walk up right now, and like no one's ever in the line at the little hut thing. So 
after I walk up and one of the employees is like leaning in the window, like dancing, like shaking his butt. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just wait. And then he finally turns around and is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I ordered my drink and he's like, it's on me today. And I was like, damn, a drink and a show. I'm a happy girl. But tomorrow morning, I'm going back and I'm going to send you photos and I'm going to face again. Okay, so you, bye. So jealous. Kelly gets to go to a Dutch Brothers. Is it really that good? Is it really yes. that good? Yes. What's it is so that good, good about it? And What's it, so, what? They're just tasty drinks, mugs, but they're coffee drinks. So, you know, like if you go to a Starbucks and you get a Frappuccino and you're like, ooh, this tastes pretty tasty, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's very sugary. Dutch Brothers, mm-hmm. the whole menu is like that, but they're so much better. And, the, you know, what makes Dutch Brothers really good? Like Kelly said, it's the staff. The staff are so nice and they're so they're all young kids and they're called broistas. So they're so much fun and they're all, it's always like a party when you go to the Dutch Brothers. Like you pull up to you like how I like to make an order. It's all like doosh, doosh, doosh. yeah, what would you like? Doosh, doosh, doosh. And then you get your you pull up, you get your order, and it's like doosh, doosh, doosh. it's just a rave. It's a party. It's a good time. What about that's, uh? What that's about why Dutch I drive. Ovens? Oh, Dutch ovens are great too because you just hold them there and just take it all. What about in. what about Dutch rudders? I don't know what that is. Look it up. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Rambo from Colorado. Yes, Rambo. Dave, I did just pass a Dutch Bros. How'd you know? Also, go Rams, which is half of my name, but I'm a Raiders fan. So fuck the Rams. Also, <laughs> go Rams. Anyways, another filling word for you. Anyways. <laughs> See you guys. Fear uh, really. Uh, I know you ski snowboards and stuff but you know i always get hungry on a lift here and there and i, I don't always want to chug a beer before the, the lift ends you know so i'm trying to figure out what kind of pocket snack that satisfies my hunger while shredding the nar and i've been putting this idea into my own head like hey i could have like a pocket hot dog but like can't toast the bun because it'll get all crumbly put some fucking mustard on it wrap it up in like a Ziploc or a saran wrap or oil and just crush it on the lift and, and just fucking surprise everybody else on the lift and just like, oh, dude, this guy had a hot dog on a lift? Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, I love hot dog. And then, like, next time, do, like, a like a bag of spaghetti or something. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. Like, what kind of pocket winter sandwich snack thing I could, like, I could eat on my lift, on, like, a snow lift, you know, while you're riding and straight in the narc? Anyways. Peace out, fam. Love you guys. I got it, Rambo. I got it. And it's based off your hot dog idea, pocket hot dog. You'd have to go to the mall first, though. You have to go to Auntie Anne's Pretzels and get their pretzel dog. You know, you you know, you know the dog that's wrapped in the pretzel. Oh hell yeah! Perfect, because that way, you know, you you get it. You can throw it in foil to keep it, you know, nice and fresh. That way, when you open it on the lift. The pretzel's not going to be too soggy. It'll be the right texture. The dog will be already cooked. Boom. Good to go, Rambo. Try that out. Let me know how it goes. But you do have to go to the mall first, I guess. What the hell is going on in Colorado where he's putting pocket spaghetti? That's disgusting. That might be a little What the hell? You want want function. You you want something functional and and mess-free. And I think a, a pretzel dog would be the best. What's your lift snack of choice, Muggs? A joint. Nice.
Hi, guys. Just wanted to say that I'm so glad you guys are back. I need you in my life. It would be great to get visuals of the beard twirling and just the chunky cheeks. Um, but I did have a problem with today's podcast. And uh, just I don't understand how you don't like apple pie and didn't know that McDonald's had an apple pie. Like, it's so delicious. And who doesn't like warm fruit? I mean, it's pie. Like, you can have it cold and just put whipped cream on on it or something. But, you know, it's just that one thing with your taste buds. You know what I mean? I just craziness. Okay, love you guys. Squish. Squish indeed. But no, pie. The apple pies are gross. And by the way, that's what she has a problem with with our podcast is the fact that I don't <laughs> like apple pie. Okay, Dave, you you don't like a lot of things that like should be liked though, like when it, like Thanksgiving food and Terrible. you know apple pie. Apple pie Terrible. is Thanksgiving food, but it's just weird what you you are. I almost think you're a contrarian. No, I am a rightrarian. Eh, that doesn't make sense, but I'm always right. You. Listen, <laughs> being right is tough. Standing up to the to the the crowd it takes a lot of guts man and i'm glad and standing I'm here up for to it. the big apple pie corporations yeah, listen everyone big be pie like, as they ooh. call them yeah everyone wants to be like ooh, just follow the crowd man but no someone has to say no sir that is wrong and stand no, up sir. for the right good people. day sir yeah you get exactly. nothing sir you lose <sighs> that is i i am dave i will stand up and fight for you Hey, Jinxstuff. This is Alina. I'm calling from Duarte, California. Um, I'm listening to, um, I don't know what episode, but your most recent episode, you're talking about Shape House. And right when you mentioned Shape House, I was like, oh, my God, I have a Shape House story, kind of, that I've never told anybody because I feel like nobody really cares because it's like, doesn't really matter. But so I was going to call and then I was like, mm, no one really cares about my story. But then you go into, like, great detail explaining what these clothes look like to mugs. And my story still doesn't really matter that much. But I just wanted to call and say, I have, I stole Shape House pants. And I wear them around the house all the time. Like, I'll wear them for, I'm not going to lie, I'll wear them for two days. And then I'll wash them, you know, as soon as I can. And I, as, right, as soon as they come out of the dryer, I put them right back on. I love them so much because they are, like, this really thin. It's like wearing a T-shirt on your pants. They're so comfortable and just loose. And, like, I love them so much. So I just wanted to call and tell somebody my story that doesn't matter and that I feel like no one cares about. <laughs> Love you guys. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Squish. Um, bye. Love you. Well, Dave, you got you got to give me some Shape House pants now because that does sound comfortable. Yeah, but again, she couldn't even describe what they what they are, what they're made of. Oh, she did. They're, they're it's like a T-shirt for your pants. It's but that doesn't describe the, the 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 material. But they are so comfy mugs, and you just sit there and sweat in it. God, I love Shape House, dude. I gotta take you, man. We gotta go, and you gotta try it out, and then you could try to steal some pants too. <laughs> All right, 855-Janky69, leave us a message. That's the jank line. Well, Dave, that concludes episode 75 of Janky Town. It's surprising that we even got through this 
after the week I've had and yeah. the week you had. Uh-huh. And um, I just want to go to sleep right now. Muggs, so I am just happy that you survived the Rams championship, the Rams parade, and you were able to record because that was uh, that was fun. That was fun, Dave. You know, I, I was able to survive thanks to Sean McVay and all his Adderall that he gave me. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Squish. Stay janky. No, but squish. No, but stay janky. But squish. Fuck you.